0: You're listening to The Awkward Apocalypse, a deconstruction podcast that examines Christianity against the authority of scripture. This is the catchy theme song. This is the catchy theme song. You know that moment when you're working on like a research paper or some kind of project on your computer and you go to move the cursor and it like doesn't move? That, that horrible moment where you realize I haven't saved this thing for like an hour and a half and then you just kind of stare at your computer in terror Waiting for the inevitable or have you ever woken up showered gotten ready eaten breakfast and driven to work only to realize that it's Saturday for me one time I left West Palm Beach with the intention of driving to Orlando and I accidentally drove to the keys in the complete other direction for several hours. I don't know really how that happened, but it happened. And that moment when I realized I was in the Florida Keys and I had actually double the amount of time to drive to get to Orlando was was a terrible moment, like the moment when your computer restarts and you realize I have to start over on whatever I was working on. You think about all the time and effort and work that you put into a project and now it's gone. It's wasted. You wish you could have that time back. Or if I'm making this video and then I realized by the end of it that I forgot to push or rec- Yeah, I pushed record. Okay, so I I should be good. But let's just pretend that I forgot to push record. It'd, It'd be devastating. Like I would have to go do it again. Making these is really hard. See, we don't like to just aimlessly work. We like to see a purpose to the work that we're doing. So when we put in hours and hours into some sort of project only to realize that all that time was ultimately wasted, that's a hard moment for us as human beings because we realize it was all for nothing. See, we as humans like to see meaning and purpose in the things that we do. As humans, one of the worst thoughts we could ever have is it was all for nothing. My life was for nothing. My, my time, my energy, my effort ultimately amounted to nothing. Like when we experience something really difficult, like a breakup or a death, we tend to look at that situation and try to find some meaning or purpose to it all. That's why we like the idea that everything happens for a reason, even the bad things. Even when we experience something really difficult, we like to look at that situation and ask the question How did I grow or what impact has this had on my life? Because what we really want to know is what was the purpose of it all there had to be some purpose There had to be some meaning some reason that this happened. It can't all be for nothing and as humans This is ultimately really one of our biggest fears futility vain labor meaninglessness purposelessness the the idea that ultimately our lives don't matter And now the philosopher Albert Camus actually says that our lives are like this. Our lives are meaningless. And the way that he describes that is by using the mythological character of Sisyphus. Sisyphus was a man who was punished by the Greek gods and his punishment was for eternity. He was tasked with pushing a massive boulder up a hill. And the goal was to get the boulder to the top of the hill. But there was a catch. See, he was cursed in that every time he neared the top The boulder would roll back down to the bottom of the hill, and then he would have to start over. So he's been doing this for all of eternity, according to Greek mythology. Sisyphus has never reached the top of the hill with the boulder, but he's gotten close about 3,700,067 times. And he's convinced that this time, this time he'll make it. So he puts his hands on the boulder, and then he keeps pushing. But again, he fails, and it just repeats like this over and over again. So it's that hope that's dangled in front of him that maybe you can make it to the top, but you won't the rock is going to roll back down to the bottom and then you'll have to return to the bottom of the hill and start over. He argues that this is life for us. We are Sisyphus and we are pushing our boulders up a hill with the knowledge that they are going to roll back down to the bottom. And some of us deceive ourselves. Some of us tell ourselves that we'll make it to the top, but we all know the truth. When we die, we will witness our boulders slipping from our hands and rolling back to the bottom of the hill. And that'll be it. And so according to him, you have to face that meaninglessness and embrace it and accept it and then live a purposeful life anyways. Give yourself that purpose. Find happiness in the everyday things that you do, even though the routines that you do are ultimately absurd and don't have any real lasting meaning or purpose. That's okay. And that's just kind of how life is. And the sooner we accept that, the better off we are. And I think for a lot of us, we have accepted that. We've accepted that our lives don't really have any sort of ultimate meaning or ultimate purpose. And I think we can see that in the way that we live. And the purpose of life is just to be happy and comfortable and just to kind of enjoy it like a roller coaster. It has ups and downs and you're going to arrive at the same place you began, but just enjoy it. And so for that reason, we're content to live our lives, not really striving for something extraordinary, but just kind of Copying what everyone else does listening to the same music as everyone else watching the same shows as everyone else living a happy and comfortable Lifestyle until we die. I mean that's that's the American dream in some ways The American dream is that entity that comes alongside you holds your hands and then walks you slowly through life and then escorts you Comfortably into your grave and that's it the casket closes and the, like there's no meaning or purpose beyond that And that's just kind of life for a lot of people And that's sad. As human beings, we crave so much more than that. And as a society, if we have accepted that our lives ultimately have no purpose or meaning, is it any wonder that people are suffering from so much anxiety and depression? Because as human beings, we were created with a deep longing for purpose. Like, I get it. Depression is really complicated and it's not as simple as just like one variable. But That has to add to it, but I think that ultimately the church should be stepping forward and proclaiming this deep and lasting purpose, but it's not, and I've tried to understand exactly why that is, and I think that's kind of what I'm getting at in these episodes, that I think if we look at why the church is not preaching purpose, we'll understand more where we kind of went wrong as the American church. And so what what is this version of Christianity that has given up on purpose? Because if purpose is so inherent to the Christian message, how do you preach the gospel without communicating the purpose for which we exist? I think that's moralistic therapeutic deism. And I talked about that in a previous episode, but basically the purpose, according to moralistic therapeutic deism of your life is to be happy and comfortable. And then God exists to make sure your life is happy and cozy and comfortable. It turns something that should be eternal into something that is temporal. And it takes the Christian message, which should be focused on eternity and the way that our lives are oriented towards eternity. And it turns that gaze onto our lives now. And it strips us of any real purpose as it pertains to eternity or God or some greater call. And it turns it into just us and our individual lives. And I think that's why we see so many Christians who honestly don't really understand why they exist. And they just kind of live life trying to be happy and trying to be comfortable. And they live their lives as if this is kind of it. And they're afraid to die and they don't really understand why they were created. And so I think as the American church, we have in a lot of ways lost our purpose or we never knew it in the first place. And we have to sort of discover it for ourselves because Christianity offers that deep and lasting purpose that we all crave And now some people would argue that Christianity was created as a religion to fill this void that we all have, this desire for meaning and purpose. So they would argue that we wanted meaning and purpose, and so we created Christianity to fill that void. So the desire came first, the religion came second. And I'm arguing the opposite, that the order is flipped, that we were created for a specific purpose, and then God gave us that desire for purpose because he intends to meet it and satisfy it with the gospel message. And so the church really should be proclaiming over and over again. This is why you exist. Like every Christian should understand clearly the reason why we all exist, the purpose for which we were created, because our lives have eternal purpose and its purpose that satisfies us. It's what we all crave and it's what we all desire. But I don't really get that message from the church. Instead, I just get messages about how I can be happy and comfortable, and there's just so much fluffiness in Christian culture, and I don't understand it, because that's not what we want. We don't just want to be happy in this moment. We want to be joyful, and I think one of the healthiest mental states that a human being can be in is waking up every single morning and understanding profoundly, this is why I exist, and I see my life fitting into this grand purpose for which I was created. Every millisecond of your life has meaning and significance and value like knowing that literally everything you do has a purpose and a reason behind it and can fit into this grand narrative of history that is powerful that is so much more powerful than just a therapeutic message about how you should be happy and feel good. I think one of the reasons why the church doesn't preach this is because it's not so straightforward. It's not like there's just a Bible verse that says this is why you're created and this is your purpose. You know, it's not as simple as a plot in a movie like rescue the princess or take the ring to Mount Doom and throw it in the fire. You know, that's something that we all like because it's just this one task that we can all focus on. Our purpose is not that simple. According to scripture, our purpose is to worship and glorify God. But that's kind of abstract and unpacking what that means can take a while. And so it's admittedly difficult to talk about purpose because it's not that straightforward. But I think that's when we truly live into the Christian life. I don't think the Christian life is just intended to be attending church and saying prayer before meals. There's so much more to what it means to being a Christian. And a lot of it has to do with living into this purpose for which we were created. And it's so worth taking the time to unpack what that means, because I think that's how you create vibrant and healthy church cultures. I think that's what changes the world. And I think it's so strange that churches are looking for all these ways to capture people's attention, all these ways to get people in church, and they've missed purpose. If you really want to get people's attention, and if you really want to appeal to our innermost desires, the easiest way to do that is, I believe, telling people why they exist, because scripture gives that to us. And that's something we shouldn't be holding back. Like, I think that is what people are ultimately looking for. But I think what happens when the church loses its purpose is the church looks like kind of what I've been talking about in previous episodes. And I think that's in a lot of ways, what's happened to the church is it's sacrificed this deep and everlasting meaning for something that is so much more fleeting for just kind of enjoying life. And for that reason, I think that churches in some ways kind of look like picnics. That's kind of what I would compare it to is like a, a picnic where everybody is just kind of enjoying their little spot and they're happy and they're comfortable and. If you show up to a picnic wearing battle armor and like bringing weapons, you're going to feel awkward. It's going to be uncomfortable. And for the people who see their lives in light of this purpose and who wake up every morning, putting on their battle armor and going out to war, not in the crusade way, like in the spiritual warfare way, in the good way, in the biblical way, those people show up at church and they feel like strangers. They feel like they don't belong there because they're showing up to picnics dressed in battle armor And it's awkward. And I think that in an environment like that, people who take their faith really seriously can be made to feel kind of like they're crazy because there isn't much purpose to a picnic aside from just enjoying it. And if the church is not preaching this purpose, because in a lot of ways, the purpose of the Christian life is at least right now to engage in this war, to do like Ephesians six says, put on our armor, equip ourselves, and then go out and do battle for the name of Christ. And so rather than being like a picnic, church really should be more like a bunker where soldiers gather together and encourage each other and train each other and equip each other to go out and fight because we are in a battle like every day of the Christian life is a battle and if we're not ready for it it's going to overwhelm us if life is a picnic for you whenever something hard comes up you're not going to be ready to fight it because all you've done your whole life is just kind of enjoy it and if being a Christian is just about being happy and enjoying life you're going to get annihilated when you step out onto the battlefield. And so if you're one of these people who feels like you're living into this purpose, but then you go to church and you just don't quite feel at home. Let me encourage you by telling you, you are not the crazy one. That's what being a Christian is all about, is finding our purpose in serving and loving and worshiping God. That's what it means to be a Christian. And until the church really, truly embraces that purpose and preaches it and teaches it, I think the church is going to be a weakened version of what it should be because we all crave meaning and purpose. And I believe the church of all places should be the place where we find that taught most clearly. But if the church does choose to preach this life giving purpose that we also desperately crave, I think we will see lives transformed and I think we will see the church grow into the strongest version of itself of what it was intended to be the bride of Christ worshiping and adoring him for all of eternity. If you'd like to support me, just reach out and let me know you're listening. That's it. If you're watching this on YouTube, consider liking this video and subscribing to my channel. Oh, I hate saying that. I really hate saying that because everybody says that, but it's true. It helps. If you're listening on a podcast streaming app, just consider leaving me a review. If you'd like to learn more about the work that we do in Liberia, just visit standingsidebyside.org. dot org. Or if you'd like to make a donation, just Venmo at standing side by side. That's one word. Thank you so much for listening. Keep the faith.